Assalamu alaikum. My name is Fatima Sabert. I'm the host of the Muslim Girl podcast. Welcome back. If you're an old time listener, if you're new, I'm so excited to have you with me this week. And thank you for joining me. And without much further ado, let's get into today's weekly segment. So, what I learned this week is that once you become grateful for the thing for some of the things that you have the more you realize you have like when you start saying alhamdulillah for your eyesight for your tongue for your ability to speak for your hair for your eyes you know all these different things the more you realize how blessed you are and how beautiful life really is like you look at the sunrise and you're like oh alhamdulillah for that i'm so grateful for that and then you go to school and you're like oh my gosh i'm so grateful for these amazing teachers i have and you're just surrounded with these gifts and you're more aware of these gifts and life just seems so much more fulfilling because you have so many beautiful things in your life it's just it's so crazy how once you become aware of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's blessings and his mercy the more mercy and blessings you find. So that's kind of what I learned this week. And then the quote of the week is that there is no glory in a grind that literally grinds you down to dust. And that's by Eve Ewing. So I thought that this quote really tied in well with what we're going to be talking about every single week. I feel like I say that about every quote that I ever include in my podcast episodes. But I feel like it's true because I go into Pinterest and I search up whatever the main theme is and then I type in quote and so I find a couple of good ones. This one I actually found from an article um, while I was doing research for this podcast episode. So as you're listening, be assured that I did try to do my best to make sure that this information is accurate as possible. So yeah, going back to the quote, there is no glory in a grind that literally grinds you down to dust. Like it's crazy how much the world expects from us. Like, just as a society, I'm not talking about what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala expects from us because that's entirely different. But I think this quote really highlights how, like, working isn't the end-all, be-all. That's not what defines your success. It's not what makes you a valuable person. And there is no value in the work if you are literally running yourself into the ground trying to accomplish it and you're not finding meaning in it for yourself and you're not finding a way to make it something that is both fulfilling for you and something that you're able to take a break from like not knowing where to set your boundaries so i did think that that's kind of a nice little summary of what our topic is today and without much further ado let's get into the rest of today's episode all right so what is hustle culture because sometimes this term gets thrown around a lot and we don't honestly know what it means so Hustle culture refers to a culture that places emphasis on doing things quickly, you know, being constantly productive and you're always in motion and there's little room for rest and relaxation as you're going about your day. And I find that hustle culture is extremely pervasive, obviously in the workforce, but even in school, like there is this constant pressure to be doing something, even if that something is insignificant, because doing something is better than doing nothing. And, you know, the addition of the constant access to social media, like being plugged in all the time, 
makes it easy to seem like you were being productive. Like it's easy to fool yourself into thinking that you are productive when you're being the exact opposite. And then you're kind of guilt tripping yourself. You're like, oh, I should be productive, but you know, I'm on my phone and I'm doing this and you know, don't worry about it. I'll take care of it later. But like we have this feeling like we need to be productive all the time. And I think it's really interesting how we as a society, we place things that people are doing like being productive starting their own business like studying doing their hobbies like maybe all five of those things they're hustling like our society has labeled working and being productive as being in a hurry as like trying to get everything done as fast as humanly possible and like going from place to place and task to task without taking the time to really be mindful i think that's just such a such a toxic way of looking at things because i think we really need to take the time to slow down and when we're in a hurry that can just be so dangerous for us and our mental health and you know even our deen as well so now that i've talked a little bit about what hustle culture is let's talk about why it's dangerous because you know some people are like oh i can handle it it's fine like you know this is how we're meant to be and i can take care of it don't worry it's fine but the thing is that it can be really really bad for you like especially like if you're working 50 plus hours a week it can increase your chances of disease and that happens because the body's under stress for an extended period of time like you have those two different types of stress right where you have stress that's only for a short period of time and you have stress that's chronic um and when the body's under stress for an extended period of time you start experiencing symptoms such as elevated heart rate and and increased blood pressure and so that is what essentially increases your chances of getting disease and so another thing is that that hustle culture can actually lead to mental welfare disorder and so stress over long periods of time can lead to symptoms of anxiety and depression and it also puts you at risk of burnout which as the you know world health organization defines as a syndrome caused by prolonged stress which is a paraphrased version that I found on Samparna University's website. Um, And hustle culture can also lead to the loss of work-life balance. Like, it's just so difficult to balance, like, what you're enjoying and, like, people you enjoy spending time with, your loved ones and hobbies and, you know, these things that make your life fulfilling, especially your deen, especially Islam and being a Muslim. Like, it leaves little room for that. And it becomes increasingly difficult to establish those boundaries between your work and your life. Um, And it also leads to toxic positivity. Like, it's so easy to be constantly telling yourself that you're okay and you're fine and it's all good. But that can actually lead to, you know, like, you avoiding these negative feelings that you're experiencing. And those negative feelings were important. Like, they we have negative feelings for a reason and when you suppress that like that's not obviously good for your mental health and for your emotional well-being and lastly and most importantly hustle culture can also take away from your ability to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala well like when you're constantly distracted like you're rushing from place to place it's difficult to remember Allah right because you're just juggling so many things and it really impacts your ability to be mindful about the decisions that you make and how they might impact your relationship with Allah because you're just caught up in the struggles and the trials of this dunya and you're not actually thinking about what this life actually is because it's not the end game 
right? This life isn't the goal. This isn't the destination. It's that little passage of time before we pass on to something else. And we really need to be mindful of our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it makes that so dangerous. And it is the most dangerous thing that can happen when you're not able to manage your work-life balance. Because once you forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, where are you going to go? You know? So you need to be really, really, really careful about that. So now that I've scared you a little bit about the dangers of hustle culture, how can we overcome those dangers? Like, how can we move past them and make them something positive? And so the first thing, obviously the first thing is to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to make sure that we're being mindful of him. But after that, you want to stop comparing yourself to others. And it's so easy to compare yourself to someone on social media, especially when you see someone that's being more productive than you. You know, you have all these like steady Instagram pages and you have these, you know, entrepreneurs and you have these people doing these amazing things and they're all doing something that's amazing and, you know, doing something is better than nothing and you feel like you're doing nothing. So obviously they're better than I am because I'm just doing nothing. But it's really, really important that you remember that social media is a highlight reel. People rarely, rarely share the bad parts about their life with strangers on the internet. And if it helps, think about the fact that working as much as some of these people isn't healthy long term. Like, it's not good for you. And some people are able to handle the stress of the amount of work that they're going through. But some people aren't, and that's okay, because work-life balance is not a one-size-fits-all kind of rule. You know, you have to manage your time in a way that you see fits best with your lifestyle, so that you're maximizing your ability to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you're maximizing your ability to be a good human being, because work-life balance, like I said, it's not a one-size-fits-all thing, and it's not meant to be. We're all different people, and that's okay. And so the next tip is to know your limits. And this is going to come from experience. You're not just going to be able to know straight off the bat, okay, this is my limit. I can work for this amount of time and then I'm out. It's going to come from a lot of mindfulness. You need to be mindful about those cues when you're starting to feel burnt out. Are you reaching for social media more? Are you ignoring, you know, Quran? Are you ignoring, like, learning about your deen? Like, what are you reaching towards what are you gravitating towards and what are you moving away from because those are really key indicators of when you're starting to feel burnt out when you're not feeling like you're in a great place you know even take a look at your room like what's the state of your room (laughs) do you have laundry in a basket or laundry on the floor on your bed like you know are your hijabs thrown over a chair like what's going on with your room as well because they say that your room is an accurate reflection of your mind i'm not sure how accurate but it definitely does display at least some amount of what our mental state is so take a look around you you know like ask people like hey have you noticed me acting strange like and you'll start to pick up on it once you start to be more mindful of yourself and your own behaviors you're going to pick up on the things that don't feel right because oftentimes we have this kind of equilibrium that we're at and like we kind of know okay this is normal like if I get up and you know maybe I stay in bed for 15 minutes after my alarm okay that's normal you know then I read my Quran I go and I read Salah you know like 
that's all normal for you but if you're staying in bed for half an hour like it's so hard for you to get up out of bed and you know read your salah and to go feed your cat or whatever like you know that something's not right so know your limits be mindful of what your limits are and the next thing is to take intentional rest like i said we're not atoms we're not meant to be moving all the time that's not how we function and it's okay to take time and rest and to just you know give yourself some time to be quiet like this morning i got up and you know i read my salah i fed the cat and i went and i knit for a while like i did something that was slow even though i have you know other work and whatever else but i gave myself permission to do something that's rewarding and fulfilling for me and we need to acknowledge how we need rest So make time for that because it helps you come back stronger and energized, okay, for for the other things that we need to do. The next thing kind of ties into the know your limits point, but it's to be mindful of how you're spending your time. So are you spending time doing things that drain your energy and your focus? Like, are you spending time on things that are know taking you too long to do are you taking too long on things that normally wouldn't take you as long as they're taking you right now like be really aware of the time that you're allocating to different tasks the next one is to set your priorities so especially for us as muslims like we need to focus on what the bigger picture is like you know this dunya isn't the end goal jannah is our destination right so you want to focus on what counts on being a good Muslim, a good person, a good member of society, a good daughter, you know, all these different things, a good mother, a good wife. Like we have all these different roles and we want to be good at them because that's what Islam teaches us, right? We have to be excellent. And at the end of the day, your work isn't what defines you, right? Islam is always going to be our first priority, right? And then probably family and friends you know, maybe a couple of other things before work comes in. Work, yes, is important. But it's not necessarily the thing that you should be stressing out about the most. Obviously, I know people have to work and, you know, life gets crazy. But make sure you know at the end of the day what your priorities are. And what you need to start making more time for in your schedule. Okay, the next thing is to focus on the good. Also known as practicing gratitude. And like I said earlier, when you realize how much you're given, the more beauty you begin to see and the more you realize you have. And I just think that's so beautiful because then we're able to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala better. You know, this is kind of like you setting your priorities straight. This is you worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? Because we didn't get what we have because of our own effort, right? Like This is a gift. This life that we have is a gift no matter how hard things might seem there's always 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 i promise you there's always something to be grateful for so i used to do this a lot i'm not doing it as much anymore but there was this one journaling practice that i think i've talked about on the podcast before but it's a type of gratitude journaling called glad journaling and so essentially what it is is an acronym so glad is an acronym and it stands for gratitude so writing down some things that you're grateful for the L stands for something that you learned that day. The A stands for something that you achieved that day. And the D stands for something that you delighted in. And so when I was doing that, I felt 
so grateful i felt so good i was like wow like i have this life around me alhamdulillah like it's so i'm so lucky that i have the things that i have that i have the people in my life that i do that i'm living in a safe place and i get a good education and you know you'd start to realize the sheer enormity of the blessings that you're given and then it's kind of hard to focus on the negative because you realize how much positive there is so i just think it's worth taking time out of your day to make sure that you're really setting aside time for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and you to ask allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for guidance right like allah grants guidance to the one who asks so ask him for help ask him for you know help maybe you have workaholism maybe you struggle with that you know ask him for help with that right because at the end of the day that's what matters right and this hustle culture that's telling us that you know oh you know like you need to do this and you need to do that you need to be constantly busy they don't really know much right they're trying to fit us into this little box and at the end of the day that's not what's important so i hope you all enjoyed today's episode i really enjoyed recording it and if you would like to get in contact with me i would love to hear from you you can always dm me at the muslim girl podcast on instagram which i will leave a link for in the description box down below i will also be linking my pinterest if you guys would like to go follow me there i've been adding stuff to the muslim that girl um, pinterest board if you guys want to go check that out which kind of fits in lieu with my last episode which if you haven't listened to that definitely go listen to it because i think I cover some really good points that can kind of help you battle hustle culture as well. I am so grateful for you being here with me today. And I will see you all next week, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.